Hey guys, Joe McCall here, REI in your car. Hope you guys are doing awesome. I'm actually not in my car today. I am walking around at the Jump Kids Bible Camp. This is week number two. So much fun. Last week was amazing. About 3,200 kids. This week will be about 27, 2,800 kids. It's amazing. I'm looking over these huge tables that have watermelons all over them. Giant water parks. There's two water parks with these big blow-up things. And carnival rides. Lots of snow cones. That's what it was. Remember last time I did this, I couldn't remember the name of the snow cones. There's snow cones. I don't remember how many thousands of snow cones, but... A lot of these kids will have competitions to see how many snow cones they can eat in one day. And some of these kids are like 11, 12, 13 snow cones. Oh, that's crazy. But anyway, I wanted to um, talk about something simple. <clears throat> and I've talked about it before, but I just heard of this new analogy and I really liked it. It was actually on somebody, somebody from Bigger Pockets was using this analogy. And I thought it was really good, and it would make a great podcast episode. And so while I was thinking about it during this break, I wanted to just talk about it. And I've talked before about finding buyers first, right? If, if you were to take me into a new market, and I were to start all over again, um, and you told me that I had to do wholesaling, traditional wholesaling, I would find the buyers first. If you told me to you know, do whatever you wanted, I might do wholesaling lease options. I think those are some of the easiest deals to do. But um, just because I've done a lot of them, right? But if you were to say, listen, you go into this new market and you have to do a regular wholesaling deal, I would most definitely 100% go and find the buyers first. Because there's a big difference between shopping for what a buyer wants and giving them or trying to sell them what you have, right? So here's the analogy that this guy used on Bigger Pockets that I thought was really, really good. It's just like, you know, if you were to go make some food and then try to sell the food that you already made to people versus taking their orders and then selling them what you made for them. Now, what do you think would be easier to sell? Some food that you already made? I mean, you don't even know if people want, if they're vegetarians or if they're vegans or maybe they are lactose intolerant. Maybe they're... Uh, I don't know, allergic to nitrates and, uh, and um, what's that artificial sweetener stuff, saccharin, uh, you know, or maybe they're allergic to peanuts. So you just never, never know what really, what people want, right? So it's so much easier when you're wholesaling if, if you know what people want and you go get it for them. You know, they, you find a buyer, you build a relationship with them, and then they tell you what they want. They, they give you their order, and you go find it for them. Right? Does that make sense? Now, a few things I wanted to say as I was talking about that that I want to clarify. You want to be real careful about the whole brokering without a license issue. You are not, in the, unless you're licensed, uh, you're not in the business of going out and finding a property for somebody else in exchange for a fee 
you have to be licensed to do that. I just want to be really clear about that. But if you're an investor in your wholesaling properties, there's nothing wrong with finding out what buyers want and then go out and looking for those houses. And then how you wholesale the deal is where, you know, a little trickier maybe, right? Uh, I suggest a couple things. Number one, I've always suggested that you get your license. I actually have my license. I'm not saying it's any easier to wholesale deals with a license. Uh, I just think the benefits outweigh the costs. So I actually have my license. But number two, I would suggest when you wholesale, you always should close and then sell. You should always do double closing. Unless, it, you can still do assignments. Um, you just got to be careful with those. And there's nothing wrong with assignments. In fact, when I have a, uh, if, I, if I have a real good relationship with the buyer, with the title company, um, and it's a cash transaction, I sometimes will just assign the deal and be done with it. Most of the time though, when you are wholesaling, you need to have the intent and the means to close on the deal. So you need to make sure you have hard money in place or transactional funding, and then you can close the deal and then immediately turn around two seconds later and sell it. That's double closing, right? So then you gotta be careful when you're advertising these to your buyers. You're selling and advertising the contract, not the house, right? All that good stuff. So I just, that's my disclaimer for the day feels like more and more these days it's frustrating you got to always give disclaimers um, this is not a get-rich-quick business but if you want to get rich quick the best way to do that is to find the buyers first does that make sense find the buyers first and you got to create the opportunity the other thing I was thinking about was a lot of times when you network and you find buyers um, the same thing when you're doing wholesaling lease options one of the best sources for leads are other wholesalers. A lot of times when you're talking to these investors, these cash buyers, these other wholesalers, and you're looking for business, and you ask these buyers, well, what do you want? They may just say, well, whatever you have, just send me a good deal. You've got to go and create the opportunity. You've got to have to present yourself as, listen, it's a privilege to get to work with me, <laughs> right? If you want the best deals in Memphis, Tennessee, or if you want the best deals in Dallas, Texas, and you want me to send them to you? First of all, I'm the guy who finds the best deals. All right? I've got 300 guys on my buyers list right now looking for all these good deals. And if you don't tell me what you want, that's fine. It's no big deal. But I'm going to give my best deals to somebody who does tell me what they want. Now, do you want to be on that top of that list? Or you just don't care and you want to be on the bottom? It doesn't matter to me. Okay? you got to make it sound you got to create the opportunity you got to make it sound like you are obviously in the business to make money to make quick money and uh, it's a privilege and an honor to work, get to work with you and to be on your buyers list does that make sense so you got to dig and probe and find out really what they want you just dig and say listen what would make you happy what kind of deal would make you happy is it three bedroom or two bedroom is that cool the other thing I was thinking about, I'm doing a webinar this week, and maybe by the time you're listening to this, I'd already have done it, but I'm doing a webinar this week on wholesaling lease options. And one of the th main strategies I'm going to be talking about is how to do all your marketing, uh, how, not, how to get all your leads without doing any marketing. And the main avenue for that is getting leads from other wholesalers. It's the same with wholesaling lease options or regular wholesaling. You've got to get other people. That would be a good episode just on its own. 
Uh, maybe I shouldn't talk too much about it. <laughs> yeah, so I'm going to say that for another podcast. I need some content. I need some ideas. You guys have been real good bringing me, uh, bringing me comments and feedback. I appreciate it. Listen, if you like the show, go to iTunes. Leave me a review, would you? Let me know that you like the show. Subscribe to it. Give me a five-star rating. Give me a one-star rating if you want. That's okay. I appreciate that. Uh, so, again, if you want to text me a question, guys, text 636-255-8815. 636-255-8815. Or you can also leave a voicemail. And uh, if you have any questions, I'll be glad to answer them. Okay, cool. Does that make sense, guys? Instead of making a dish and trying to sell it, a food, instead of selling, making a steak and trying to sell it to a vegan, you know, take their order first, find out what they want, and then go make it and give it to them. It's a lot easier. I'm just trying to help you, I'm trying to make your life a lot easier. All right, guys, take care. See ya.